It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. There we go. If it doesn't work at the arena, might as well come back to the studio. We know it'll work for sure. This is Isaacson with it inside. Puts it off, spinning off the glass. That's good for two. And in the second quarter, 8.26 to go. Kansas City, the ruse, only up five on Dixie State. Kansas City swinging it around the perimeter. Take the ball inside. Here's a hook shot. Fading away. Won't go. McCord chasing after it. It's going to be a jump ball. Lots of jerseys lying there on the floor. It was Hallie Duft of Kansas City going after it. And the replay got bounced around. Ricocheted off of I think Isaacson's knee. They're going to say Dixie State ball after the jump ball. Here's Warren all the way to the cup. That's good for two on the layup. So the Ruse coming in three and one on the year. Dixie State two and two. Dixie State just beat Antelope Valley. 73-37. This one back in the Burns Arena. Here's a three from downtown. That one's good. That's Naomi Alnadas, 5'7", senior guard for the Roos. That one gets away from Maddie into the hands of Papa. She puts that one up, hits back iron, won't go. 7-10 to go in the second quarter. Six-point lead for Kansas City. This one fed inside. And going up strong was Duff, but she was fouled by Avery Papa. Haley Duft. Might be Hal. We'll go with Hal Duft. 5'8 freshman from South Weaver, Utah. Yeah, replay. Looks like it might have been all ball, actually. And that free throw is short. Maddie Warren coming down the right wing to the top to Isaacson over to the left wing to Gillen. Brianna passes it to McCord. McCord's going to take a three from the left wing. That one too strong. The rebound in the hands of the Ruse on the left wing. It's Bradford. On the right wing around the perimeter. Not a lot of movement from the Ruse offense right now. This is Alnatis with it. Top of the key, that's Bradford. Alnada's driving in. She'll take the hook shot, and that won't won't go. Now Maddie will turn around, and it's off the foot of Vance. This one will be in play still, and that's a fast break. Easy layup for Kiara Bradley. And trying to get a skip pass ahead is not successful. That one hits the backboard, and it's stolen away. So Vance with a turnover, Warren with a turnover, 
And two easy quick buckets. Another layup inside for Kansas City. That layup there from Paige Bradford. And there's a timeout, but we'll keep it here. As I was noticing, uh, the games that the Ruse have played from Kansas City, they have a player on their team, Brooklyn McDavid. She had 29 points in that last game that she played. I'll pull up their schedule. The women's team, they started off the year at Maryville with an 80-66 to victory. Then they played at Southern Methodist, their only loss of the year so far, a 63-75. to Then they played Southern Illinois, where they won 67-46, to beat Wyoming 43-44, and then they played Grand Canyon, who... Dixie State is going to play in a lot of sports this year, 89-62. to So, based off of those scores, got to think, this Kansas City squad has to be pretty good. And right now, they are proving it against the Trailblazers, up 28-17. to A quick recap of this game is kind of got the call late, had some technical difficulties back in the studio, but I drove on back here to get the game going. And so far for Dixie State, look at this. Emily Isaacson is on fire. 13 points in just 14 minutes. She's 5 of 5 from the field and has three triples in the ballgame. So Isaacson, one of the hottest starts you'll see in women's college basketball. But over to Kansas City. Who's been getting it done for them now? McDavid, number one. I was expecting her to be their best player She's only got three right now. She's one of four from the field, but who's killing it right now? Naomi Alnadas with 14 on five of eight shooting. As for the team stats, once again, 28-17. From the field right now, Dixie State not off to the best start, just seven of 23. They take a lot of three-point shots. Three of 13 right now from beyond the arc, but... Right now, the Ruse are the ones who are making them. Four of nine from the beyond the arc. They are 44%. Dixie only at 23. As we're waiting for things to get going out of the timeout break. Keep in mind, Kengar, St. George, Ford, Lincoln sponsors all Trailblazer Athletics right here on 91.3. I'm Jacob Zimmerman. I'm your play-by-play and color today. I'll be having James Guerin stop by later in the broadcast whenever he can make it over here. Probably will join us for the Ken Garf St. George Ford League and halftime show, but this one gets back underway. And Gillen's got it. Gillen on the elbow. She'll drive right, turn around. Little fade away. Hits back iron. Won't go. Pass up the court all the way to the rim. That layup won't go Ravon Nero. Now Maddie going to pass this one back out to Vance. Vance going to pass it to McCord. McCord over to Isaacson. To Gillen. Gillen driving right hard. Stops at the block. Turns around. Finds Vance. Vance back to Gillen. And that one gets swatted away by Paige Bradford. And it looks like they're going to call a foul 
Looked like a block. Maybe it was a little bit of contact. Couldn't see from my angle. And this is Brianna Gillen going to the line. Brianna averaging 16 points a game coming into this one. And that's pretty impressive saying that they faced Oregon on the year already. But they have faced Life Pacific. Got the dub. Lost to Portland State. Lost to Oregon. Come back home to the Burns Arena. And beat Antelope Valley 73-37. And now the Ruse with it. Mandy Williams with it. Now inside. And that layup bounces a couple times around the rim and can't fall for Kiara Bradley. And this is Gillen going the other way. Now here's an open look. And Emily Isaacson can't get that one to fall. That should be Isaacson's first miss of the day. And now a pass around the baseline. That three from the corner can't hit from Bradley. And it's going to be out of bounds. They're going to say last touched by the University of Missouri, Kansas City. Isaacson inbounds to Warren. Warren across the logo. Back to Isaacson, top of the key. Now to Sereni. To Warren, back to Sereni. She'll take the three from the left wing. That one just rims out. Sereni shooting 40% on the year from three right now. And that rebound goes to Papa, almost stolen away into the hands of Maddie. Finds Gillen in the corner for three. Brianna. Cuts it just to six. 3.45 to go until halftime. So here on 91 through the blaze, it's a timeout down on the court. We'll take it as well. Trailblazers down six when we come back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, this is Josh Groban. My favorite thing about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and helps get it to kids in need, but they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And coming out of the timeout, Dixie State has it. This is Warren. She'll take the pull-up three. That one just short. And two-on-three scenario. They'll take it all the way to the rim anyway and draw the foul. This is going to be number 20. Santa Saint Andre. Hope I'm getting that name right. Saint Andre, five eight sophomore from Brock Ridge High School. That free throw is up and in. And the second one. 
could as well too. Beautiful free throws there from St. Andre. And now Maddie Warren with it for Dixie State on the left wing. Down eight. Three minutes to go till halftime. And that pass from Warren intended for Gillen gets away. And that one went into the backcourt. That's going to be a backcourt violation on Dixie State. Costly penalty there. Kira Bradley with the ball, feeding the post now. McDavid passed that one off and a foul. It's going to go against Dixie State. Ravon Nero this time will get to the line. So back-to-back possessions for the Ruse, ending in free throws. Von Nero, the senior. From Oklahoma. And that replay, a little bit of contact there. Might have been for Sereni. Macy Warren now into the game for Dixie State, the sister of Maddie Warren. Gillen bringing it up. On the left wing to Macy. She'll pass back out, but it's tipped. Brianna gets it. Gillen driving left. Turns around. Spins back to the right and hooks it up with the left. Nice move there from Brianna Gillen. 32-24. 2.20 on the clock. Feeding the post inside. Now back out. There's the three. That one hits back iron. And Bradley could not get that one to fall. This is Macy Warren with it. Nice cut. And the layup can't go from Gillen. And Bradley the other way. Here's a deep three. Just to the left of the rim. Trailblazers now with the ball again. Brianna. Macy driving left. Spins back. Puts up the layup. Can't get the angle. Kiara is going to pass back. This is San Andre. Taking her time. Dribbling at the logo. Comes down hard off the screen. Goes up for a shot. And is fouled. St. Andre goes back to the line, the 5'8 sophomore. So far in this game. For St. Andre. She has three free throws. She's three of three. And that one falls. To see the replay. Kind of a smart play from St. Andre to just go up, get the contact. That one is off. Her first miss from the line. Gillen's with it. Going to pass it to Warren in the corner. Warren 
Too far off to the left. Kansas City's ball. Here's the pass, a three. And they're going to say a foul on Sereni. And this is going to be Mandy Willems going to the line on the three-point shot. Definitely a mistake there. Coach J.D. Gustin going to tap up Sereni as she comes to the bench. Mandy Willems. 5'8 senior goes to the line. She misses the first free throw. It's the replay. Sereni kind of took that landing space a little bit, but also Willems played it smart. She hits the second. She played it smart. She kind of twisted her body slightly in a way to where she would draw some more contact, fell right over after that, and she makes the second. 35-24, 35-24, Dixie down 11, 50 seconds to go until the half. This is Gillen with it. Backdoor pass to Papa. Papa falls down, catching it. And there's going to be foul on the floor. Dixie, five-team fouls. And they'll pass it from behind the rim. Yeah, a little bit of contact there. Just couldn't keep her feet. Papa with it. That one gets away from McCord on the pass. Warren saves it back to McCord. McCord going to spin around, put it up, and gets it to go. Right with a hand in her face. Maggie gets that bucket to fall. Just five seconds separating the shot and game clock. This is a nine-point game inside the Burns Arena in St. George, Utah. Maybe thought about a three there was Bradford. She passes it to her teammate for a three. She'll take that. Mandy Willems on the board. That's five points for her in the last 30 seconds. And a turnover from Dixie State will end the half. So Dixie kind of clawed back into it, kept it close in Kansas City, extending the lead now to 12 before halftime. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show right here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, this is Maria Menunos coming to you with some urgent news impacting families across America. Studies reveal that one in five children in America are struggling with hunger. That's nearly 16 million children. The good news is that the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is helping to get surplus food to children and families facing hunger. But they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. We're your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll, we say, we want you to be okay. Enroll, we say, take care, people, for goodness sake. Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. Get out to the forest and discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. And endless surprises. Yo, this is on tap territory. How amazing. <laughs> Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. Despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids. But they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome into the Kent Garth St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show right here on 91.3 The Blaze. Hope you're having a good evening, a Wednesday evening before Thanksgiving. Happy holidays 
Southern Utah, or wherever you may be listening to this one. But the game going on right now, women's basketball, Dixie State taking on the ruse of the University of Missouri, Kansas City. Some D1 action, some D1 women's basketball going on tonight at the Burns Arena. And this one, 38-26 at the half. And man, oh man, what has been the story? Dixie State's Emily Isaacson got off to a really, really hot start. Now, I swore I saw her miss a shot, but the box score says 5 of 5, 3 of 3 from downtown. If that's true, then that's amazing. I thought I saw her miss a shot or two. Uh, McDavid had 29 in the last game. This one, she's only 1 of 5 right now, so that's kind of been the game plan from Coach J.D. Gustin to limit the action from Brooklyn McDavid. And it's it's worked so far, but they haven't been able to slow down Naomi Alnadas. And she has 14 points. She's 5 of 8, 3 of 5 from downtown. And Bradley, who's taking a good amount of shots tonight, she's 2 of 7. However, she has 8 rebounds. So a couple studs there for Kansas City. Back to Dixie State, though. Uh, Maddie Warren, fun player to watch on this team. Shoots a lot of threes. I was looking at her stats, and on her totals, she shoots like 90% of her field goal attempts are three-pointers. I love it. But she's 0-4 right now from downtown, 1-5 in the game. Uh, Brianna Gillen, she led the way for the Trailblazers in their last game versus Antelope Valley. She had, she had 21. But right now, folks, she's 2 of 12 from the field. Hasn't had much luck, either from the free throw line as well. She's 2 of 4, and on the day right now, Brianna only with 7 points. Hopefully she can get things going in the second half. As for some box score totals, looking at the game stats comparison, DSU, 4 of 18 from downtown. That's 22%. And boy. 38.5%. That is pretty dang good for women's college basketball. 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. The Roos are getting it done from three-point land. The rebounds, Dixie State minus 6 right now. The turnovers, 6-5 to five in favor of Dixie. The assists are 5-6. to six. Looking at the shot chart, you know, Price, Price Morris, he does some uh, broadcasts with me. He loves to look at the shot chart. And uh, Emily Isaacson with a bucket inside, McCord with a bucket inside, and Warren with a bucket inside. But something that we noticed about this team is that they are very analytical, and I like it. I'm a basketball nerd myself. I like how the three-point revolution has changed the game, and it's all about pace and space right now. And Dixie puts up a lot of threes, and they're, the reason they do that is that if they have a night somehow, some way, where they are all just on fire, they're all filling it, and they're taking a ton of threes, they can knock off some good opponents. And they've kind of eliminated those mid-range shots. Your highest points per possession shots in basketball are going to be your threes, your shots at the rim inside basically the restricted area. And if you look at the shot chart, you can look at this too. If you go to DCStateAthletics.com, go to the women's basketball schedule, 
find the current game, hit the live stats link, and go to shot chart. That's what I'm looking at right now. Every single shot attempt for Dixie State is either right there, right next to the rim, or outside the three-point line. Maybe one had a foot on the line, but they basically take the same exact analytical approach as the Houston Rockets did a couple of years ago, and I love it. But it's 38-26 at the Burns Arena in St. George, Utah. This has been the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show. We'll take a break and come right back for the start of the third quarter. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. What's going on, Southern Utah? 91.3. This is the place to be. This is the place you find Trailblazer Athletics, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln. Right now on screen, the stream that I'm watching, is the standings currently in the whack. And I'm going to welcome in the second member of our team, James Garen. James, you've been on the call for... Not only football this year, men's basketball, women's basketball, even volleyball, but you're back again for some women's basketball. What's going on, James? Mike, there we go. All oh, right. Yeah, there you go. No, we're good. How's it going, man? I'm great. You know, it's, uh, yeah, women's basketball. It's been a while since I've done women's basketball. I used to do it for uh, Radio Dixie back in the day. Yeah. Um, Name change. 
Yeah, I remember doing it back then, and I was actually up there on the court. And I said this, I said this to you off air, but uh, we really need to get that back. We need to get that spot back. I was at the very last. How do we not have that spot? I was at the very last seat, all the way to the right. So I was right next to the visitors' bench. And when I mean, like when I was on air, and there'd be a timeout, and I'd be talking through the timeout. I could hear everything the other team was saying. It's a rare perk of D2. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, D2, I guess you're allowed to get down there and be a little bit closer to the action. But I feel like they should still make it a priority. I mean, we're still a part of, you know, Dixie State. You know, that that, that shouldn't be. But we, we get it done. We have that bird's eye view spot. Now, it wasn't working today. Couldn't get things figured out with a new op, but. We are in the studio making it happen. And, James, they showed the wax standings. I took a picture of it before it went away. Mm-hmm. But right now, Stephen F. Austin, 4-1, tied with Tarleton at 4-1. Abilene Christian, 3-1. Then at 2-1 is California Baptist, Grand Canyon, and New Mexico State. Sam Houston's at 3-2. Utah Valley's at 3-2. Then here's where the Trailblazers are at, 2-2, two two, tied with Seattle U., and then there's, of course, Lamar, UTRGV, and Chicago State at one and four. So those are your wax standings for women's college basketball. And we're just kind of getting wait, waiting for things to get started in the second half. Players are warming back up on the sideline. And, you know, let's look at some... Some of those team stats, again, I wish we could have had more time in the pregame show. Why not do it kind of in the halftime show? On the year, Brianna Gill and James is leading the way for Dixie State. 16 points. Right now she's struggling. She's 2-12 from the field. She'll turn that around. Maddie Warren takes a ton of threes. Now I said she shot like 90% of her field goal attempts were from three. 34 of her 38 attempts on the year. Excuse me, 39. What number is she? Just out of curiosity. She's number one. Ah, I'm kidding. No, that's a lot like Duncan Robinson. When yeah. I, when I heard you say that, I, the first thing that came to my mind was Duncan Robinson. because She's the point guard version. She's basically Paige Becker's on a lesser scale. More threes, too. Respectable scale. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 34 out of 38 shots are from the perimeter. That's Kyle Korver <laughs> right there for you. That's Ray Allen. Those are those. Those are three-point legends. And things are starting off here in the second half. A deep three won't go. Tipped around from McDonald. And still with possession is Alnatas. Al- for the rebound. Brooke Vance with it left wing. She gets rid of it. Through the hands of Emily Isaacson. Isaacson hands it off. Maddie pulls it from deep and she hits the net. But it was below the rim and can't make contact there. Sails out of bounds. Down 15 is Dixie State. 8.30 to go in the third quarter. Ball on the right wing. Alnatis with it. She'll pass. And a three-point shot. 
Mandy Willems gets that one to go. And things are really pouring it on right now in St. George. Gillen driving to the cup. She's got to turn around. Passes out to Isaacson. Isaacson over to Gillen. Gillen drives less this time. Puts up a shot. Hits the front of the rim. Won't go. Gets her on board. To Isaacson who gets it to go. 4-2 off the glass. Was that an and one as well? I think it was. Wow. Late, late whistle. I, I mean, maybe I didn't see it from that angle there, but maybe that she got her right elbow just for a split second yeah, there. The but hip. Way to finish through the contact there, though, from Isaacson. There's Here's a replay. Better look there. Yeah. Mm, maybe. I think it was where she stepped. It looked like she stepped underneath. Yeah, a little bit. That's all it takes. Earlier in the game, right before halftime, one of our girls closed out on a three-point shot, and they kind of leaned into it just a little bit, and they called it. Bradford's got it, thinking about a three-point shot, but she'll pass it to Alnadas. Alnadas going hard to the cup, off the screen, and that lamp from the left side will fall. That quick little burst from the top of the key is what allowed her to get to the hoop. And Warren with a pull-up three. Always fun to see Maddie Warren drain it from downtown as she's not scared to shoot at all. McDavid, the pass inside. Beautiful Mm. spin move from Paige Bradford. A beautiful post move that time. Forced her defender one way, spun the other way for an easy right-handed layup. Dylan's got to get a hand off. Vance on the right wing to Sereni at the top of the key, driving left. She'll stop, put up the shot, and hits back iron, can't go. Not the best shot selection that time. So Dixie State going to have to start looking for some smarter shots. And... Gets her own rebound is Bradford. She goes up again. That one's tipped away. McDavid passes it out. And they'll right, reset things on offense. Thought about a three. Passes it up. There's a mid-range shot. Hits the left rim. And there's going to be a foul call. Looks like it's going to go against Isaacson. Now, Jacob, I haven't been here the whole game. I just I just tuned in. Are they substituting Dixie State? Are they running an 8-9 man? Because that last possession right there, uh, Missouri KC had three offensive rebounds on that possession. It just seems like they're tired out there. And that's a three for the left wing. That will fall. Yeah. Holy cow. Mandy Willems and company. Absolutely raining it right now from triple. And there is a three right in response from Isaacson. Little three-point party at St. George. Kansas City with it, holding it at the top of the key. Now to the right wing. Passes. Beating the post now. Brooklyn puts a move and off the glass. And one Brooklyn McDavid. Now, I don't know about that. I mean, the defender for Dixie State 
stood straight up, had her arms up, just shuffled over. And the shooter actually looked like, take a look again, she, I mean, maybe leaning in a little bit, but I don't know about that. That's good defense yeah. from Avery Papa. That's not a foul. Not I don't, sliding, hands straight up. Yeah, I don't know about that, but. Gets the free throw to go. 54-35, a three. And Isaacson can't get it to go that time. Looking like the Warriors out here. It seems like every time they get the shot, it's from beyond the arts. Definitely a theme so far on the year, James. And it's weird because in the past, Coach Gusson's teams have not. I mean, when I was calling games for them, they weren't like that. They've flipped switch. Flipped the switch. Flipped switch completely. (laughs) Gillen all the way to the cup, coast to coast. 54-37. 54-37. 4.30 to go in the third. The Ruse with it on the right wing. Mm. And a foul there. It's going to go against Gillen trying to defend Alnatis. Is that a path foul? Is that what they called? You may just call it a common reaching foul. Where was the reach? You know, I just... I just feel like in order for you to have a reach, you need to have significant contact. If you just, like, barely touch them, that shouldn't be a foul. I mean, come on. This is a physical game. Like, you should be able to at least put your hand on them. What I will say is I do notice a little bit of a difference in the officiating between the men's and the women's game. Just slightly. As, As needed. Yeah. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Jacob and James bringing you Trailblazer Athletics here on 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to the Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the dog show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.
5437 inside the Burns Arena in St. George, Utah. The Trailblazers defending the inbounds, but a beautiful pass and the layup. Holy cow. You know what I like about women's basketball, Jacob? They use the glass, baby. Whether it's a layup or a jump shot, they use the glass. And I think the men need to start taking note of that. I know you have complained that. Look at that. that. Off the backboard again, and it rolls in, dude. That's a layup. It doesn't matter. You always go off the glass. Men do not. For a lay- Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I know you've gotten on me sometimes for a, <laughs> not using the glass. Every time you you rant about the glass, I think you're sne- you're secretly talking about me. No, I'm not. I'm talking about free throws specifically for the men, who they try to swish it, Wait, make free? it look cool. Okay. I just like using the glass not in general. Not for a free throw shot. Yes, dude. From it looks something from the side. Yes. It looks sir. ugly, but it goes in. They might I as well can, granny shot it then. Why not? Rick Barry did it. And he was good at it. Basketball players have a lot of pride. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If it goes in, it goes in. So not off St. Andre. The play is stopped. It's like a foul off the ball from Dixie State. Maybe getting a little too physical. Trying to keep Kansas City from <laughs> getting open. And there's the inbounds. It'll go to Bradford. Bradford will pass it. Oh. Nope, a little wedgie. It's stuck. How are they going to get it down? <laughs> they got to get a, a sweep pole. Can, can the, the one mopper. of them not jump in? No, no, ah. absolutely not. Jacob, you might if you were down there, Yeah. I can now you might have been able to just yeah. poke it up, catch it, and throw it down. No. <laughs> we never see that in men. We see it, like, I've seen it once. In women's? No, in men. I've seen the ball get stuck one time. The whole time that I've been here at Dixie. I've only seen the uh, ball get stuck like that once. And those free throws cannot fall for the ruse. Dixie State down 17. Papa going to hand it off to McCord. McCord drives right, passes back out to Papa. Driving left. Passes out to McCord. McCord driving right. Off the glass. Can't go. Fast pace. Nice pass. Beautiful pass. Pass from St. Andre to Bradford right in stride. On the fast break. Gillen all the mm. way to the cup. Almost gets that to go. But cannot. Cross-court pass up to San Andre. 59-40, under three in the third. Gets open now as Alnadas. He passes. Top of the key, the shot. The three is no good from Paige Bradford. Rebound McCord. Gillen's got it. Open three now for Maggie. High arcing shot won't go. It's a rebound. Bodies hit the deck. See, and that, nah, I get it. She she got hit and she fell to the ground. But it was a 50-50 ball. It's not like she was playing the defender. I don't know, man. This is why. Basketball is a lot about off of how it looks. It, it. This is why the general 
you know, stigma about basketball today. It's just gotten soft. And it's because of plays like that. It's a 50, deception. It's a 50-50 ball. It's not like she elbowed him in the face, LeBron. <laughs> no elbow made contact to the face. It was the back of the fist. It's even worse. <laughs> hey, Lakers won tonight with LeBron back. Good. At 39. Good, because if he didn't, we wouldn't hear the end of it. And that inbounds to Vance. Over to Warren on the right wing. Warren will hand it off to Isaacson. Now over to Gillen. Gillen between the legs. Nice Ooh. crossover. Loses it. Gets it back. And nice move for a lip. Brianna Gillen. Yeah, it almost looked like a travel, but yeah. I guess she lost possession at some point, so they gave her the continuation anyway and it capitalized it. If it was tipped away, it wouldn't have been a travel, but I, I think she might have gotten away with one there. It didn't look like three steps, but no one was ar- trying to argue that call. Off of a crossover like that? Yeah, that was pretty dirty. All of the cut. Nice lefty layup from Brooklyn McDavid. For a split second there, I thought she was going to throw it down. <laughs> it looked like she was about to just take lift off. I wonder if that will happen this year. Uh, didn't happen against Oregon. It didn't? No. Hmm. Surprising. Shot from the free throw line. Rolls around. Can't go. Day. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jump ball. I think she's playing the wrong sport, Jake. Bradford I mean, she just, she just tried to tackle her there, trying to get the rebound. I mean, <laughs> goodness. Bradford and Isaacson get tangled up in a jump ball. Yeah, no, that was a foul. That was from behind. Warren all the way to the rim. And oh, my goodness. What an angle on that layup. Holy cow, Maddie. How'd you get that to fall? The spin. The spin was everything that time. The nice little finger roll layup. Rather than, like, put it up in front of her, she, like, put that just over her head. And here's a three again. And a little bit of a cold streak now from Bradford. Retaining possession or the ruse from Kansas City. St. Andre finds it inside. It's tipped away. Soft corner shot, air balls. Rebound no good. Vance comes up with it at last. And Warren drives hard, stops on a dime, passes to Isaacson, top of the key, won't go. Now I get it. You're in a big hole and you're trying to cut the lead, but when you're cold, you can't keep just hucking up shots and praying for the best. They live by the three and die by the three. Six seconds on the clock before the end of the quarter. All of the way to the rim, some contact, and one. <laughs> Raven, narrow. Again, as a previous call, too, I just, I don't know. I just don't see. That was a foul, James. I, maybe we'll look see right, here. right we'll, here. We'll look right here. Her arms are up. Yeah, okay, Warren she bumped. jumped into her, yeah. but okay, sure. But I just that like. A foul. She left her feet, two hands, leaned forward on the jump. It's going to get hold every it, time. Huck it, full court. Oh. You know, I think she waited till right after the buzzer for those uh, <laughs> percentages to stay up. Oh, was that the... was? That's what the NBA stars have started doing now, you know. They just wait. 
they wait, they shoot it right after the buzzer, so it doesn't count as a shot. But what if it goes in? <laughs> doesn't count. I know, but that. They why do care they about wait? their percentages anyway. <laughs> we have the fourth quarter coming up here on ninety-one-three Dixie State down to Kansas City, sixty-four to forty-four. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Wildfires burn millions of acres across the country each year. And each year, wildland firefighters battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone. For some communities, it's not a question of if wildfires strike, but when. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Fourth quarter has begun right here on 91 through the blaze. Possession, Kansas City. The shot from the wing won't go. Rebound to the ruse. And that one won't go as well. Dixie State Gillen comes up with it. Turnover into the hands of 20, and that's St. Andre with the lap. 66-44, 9 to go in the ballgame. 
such a cliche statement, but that's a perfect example of turning defense into offense right there. Off the turnover and steal, puts it the other way. And Gillen gets the layup to fall. Brianna picked up a couple buckets since our halftime show where she was 2 of 12. She's since improved that. Vance defending McDavid. And they're going to say a kick. Now in comes Papa and McCord. And the inbounds to McDavid on the elbow. Passes it off. Now to the top of the key. St. Andre's got it at the logo. Comes off the screen going right. Stops, crosses over. And that pass inside. Going to get away from McDavid. It's a turnover. It'll be Dixie State basketball. Now, if you had to guess right here on this next possession, uh, what kind of shot are they taking here? Three-point shot. (laughs) Okay, left, right, or center now? Uh, It's going to be right wing. Killen passes it. The left wing. Ball on the left wing right now. Will it go to the right wing for a three? It will. (laughs) Matty Warren from downtown. (laughs) Jacob, are you... You should just work for Gustin right now. I got a crystal ball right in front of me. Yep. You just got to go work for Gustin right now. You got the game plan down. What a call. (laughs) All right, Tony Romo. Calling the play before it happens. All right. And Gillen going to come down the right side with it. She finds Pop on the left wing. Look, we're setting up for it again. And Gillen going to drive left. Pass out. Covered it this time. Passes out to the left wing to Macy Warren. She drives all the way to him. Can't get that one to go. Tried to get the friendly spin in that time, but unsuccessful. McCord with some good defense. And the Bradford now to the top. San Andres got it. Up 19, 7 to go. Just got to hold on. Now into the corner. Good pass to Bradford. Another pass to McDavid off the glass. Rolls around and flushes in. It amazes me how many times we've seen already in this game. The amount of times the ball rims around and just magically goes. We never see that in men. It's like maybe it's just because they're. I'm not going to say the girls are weak, but the men are just so much stronger that they put too much force on it. It just doesn't get that, like, fluidity, I guess. I don't know. But there's a reason why. That one's missed. There's a reason why uh, some of the NBA stars, they take form from WNBA. Because WNBA, Mm -hmm. like, the women don't have the strength that the men do. So they can't rise up. That's a nice arcing shot there from McCord. A little bit short, but, you know, that's why they say, you know, they copy the women's form is because they have to be more technical. It's like trying to throw a ball with your left arm or your weak arm. You know, it's not going to be as strong, but it's more mechanic. That's why they say left-handed pitchers and left-handed hitters looks more smooth. Feeding the post. Good D there from Maggie. Now Brianna Gillen's bringing it up for Dixie State. All the way to the rim and gets fouled. 
Yeah, got contested that time as she was entering the no restriction zone and almost had a chance to convert that into an and one, but the defense just a little too smothering that time. Yeah, couldn't quite get it off the glass. Instead, just kind of sailed over the rim, but you get to the line, that's kind of the real goal. Very efficient way of playing basketball. And Gillen in the second half. She now has 17. So she's scored 10 points in the second half alone. But Isaacson still leading the way with 19. And yep, Ooh. she took a shot to the face. Surprised that wasn't a flagrant. With the 20-point game, I don't think they're ever going to do that, though. Unless it's, you know, really bad. Yeah, unless it's what LeBron did to Stewart the other night. <laughs> Timeout on the floor, 5.35 to go. Dixie State 51, Kansas City 70. You're listening to Trailblazer Athletics right here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. So, you know, I'm a dog and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Of course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Halfway through this fourth quarter. And James, James Garen on the mic. I'm Jacob Zimmerman. But James, you want to say something about Coach J.D. Gustin? Yeah, I do. I'm taking a look at the roster. 
There's one senior. Now, Coach Gustin's entering his fifth year as a coach for Dixie State, and I was here when he was in his first year, and I remember Allie Franks, who was on the team last year. She's second all-time in scoring, but um, Coach Gustin has lost a lot of players throughout the years, and for them to still be... Now, I know last year was a tough year, but the year before that, they went to the RMAC tournament in Division Two. so... The ability that he has to be able to keep the success with so many different rotations, you gotta you gotta tip your hat to him. Honestly, like I don't think that gets talked about enough. I'll not us with that last layup, but yeah, you're right. I mean, London Pavlika, the best player on the team last year, doesn't come back to the team this year, and so whether the girls are graduating or just stepping away for personal reasons, Gustin's having to definitely work with a ton of different players on the roster and there's a three from Macy Warren this time. You know that's funny that you bring her up now because uh, she has a twin sister apparently as well. That's number, number one. In, no, no, no. The girl that just made the shot. Yeah, Maddie's the starting point guard. Right. Macy's the twin sister. Right. Okay. So I, that's funny you say that because Allie and Keely Franks were also twins. Mm-hmm who were under Coach Gustin as well. So, I don't know. Maybe it's double the, double the you know, bad A. And I also noticed when I moved to Utah, there's more twins out here. Just is. And that layup won't go, but the second effort there from Kiara Bradley gets it to fall. The six-foot grad student. But it's not even – so, you mentioned London Pavlika. Um, no longer with the team for whatever reason may be. It wasn't even just her that has left Dixie State throughout the years. Mariah Martin, she was a very highly talented point guard. I think she is up at uh, Weber State now, or Colorado Mesa. Excuse me, she's with Col- at Colorado Mesa. Nice layup there for Macy Warren, and one. And one. Powered again through the contact at the rim, and still got it to fall. But, uh, I, I can't remember her last name, but Morgan. I remember her name being Morgan. Her first name, she was like one of those uh, players on the team that would just play freakishly smothering defense. And it was just like any time her defender got the ball, she would just literally attack them and just be a junkyard dog, just going crazy on defense. Mm. She's at Colorado Mesa now. But I remember in Coach Gustin's first recruiting class, they had brought in four freshman recruits who were supposed to be the leaders of this team, like the ones that pretty much started the Gustin era. And I remember calling them the big four. And I actually remember uh, going to the true trailblazer. Oh, no, I didn't kiss any of them. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. Before... <laughs> so true trailblazer is a tradition at Dixie State where after like dances or whatever, you – they get everybody out there by the fountain, and it's like at night, the water's freezing. <laughs> the point is you become a, quote-unquote, true trailblazer when you kiss someone else in the water. Well, fountain. you know it used to be called true rebel, right? Ah. Back when we were the Dixie Rebels. So See, that makes more sense. So it used to be called true rebel, like, oh, my goodness, you are a rebel for kissing all these people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got changed to true trailblazer. But anyway, I ran into them, the four of them, and... I was like, you guys are awesome because they were good as freshmen. Like, 
very good as freshmen. And you freshmen. kissed them all. No, I did not. Ah. I'm going to go on the record and say that I did not do. It was, I was trying to be professional, man. Oh, smart. I was calling games smart, back. That's yeah. exactly what I would have done. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, man. But um, no, it was just I called them the big four, and that's what I labeled them as. And then uh, Taylor Moyaki, she was a shooting guard. And she was very good as well, but she ended up going on a mission. So she was no longer with the team, whatever. Then it was the big three. Kesley Stevenson, I'm sure that name rings a bell to you if you did the games last year. But she was the one that Mm. stayed. Last year or the year before last year? Kesley Stevenson. last year was the COVID year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she played in the COVID season. Let's look it up right now. Go look at the roster. Did she get on the box score? She was number. Steve, she was number Kelsey eleven. Steve. Yeah, she was there. Ugh. She was there from the beginning. Yeah, you're looking at one game three, <laughs> three for sixteen. They won by twenty nine. It didn't matter what she shot, man. <laughs> I love that you did that. That was that was comedy. But um, yeah, no, there was the big three, and then uh, I can't remember her name, Morgan something. But anyway, her and Mariah Martin both left, and then Kesley stayed. And she was kind of the shooting guard, three-point magician for a while. So all this talent that, you know, Coach Gustin brings in and then they end up leaving, it doesn't matter. He keeps reloading. He's oh, yeah. he's rapid-firing that pistol. As soon as he loses a bullet, he's already got one in the chamber. So, you know, Coach Gustin always on his toes to find the next star for Dixie State. And the layup, not the layup, the free throw will roll in. And Dixie State was able to get to the line there. 57, 74, 320 left in this game. Top of the key, a deep three. Hits back iron, almost falls in. Man, Mandy Willems has gotten a couple threes to fall tonight. Willems on the day, three of six from downtown. And Gillen's got it for Dixie State on the left wing. Gillen will come off the Isaacson screen. Gillen going to pass to McCord. Driving left. Nice pass inside, but gets tipped away. Into the hands of St. Andre. Driving hard. Thought about a pass. Gets tipped away into the hands of McCord. Cross-court pass to Isaacson. She's left alone. Splash! Now, they needed this about 10 minutes ago, but it's good to see that they're finally connecting the shots, so it may just be a little out of reach, but it's good to see that they're still trying out there. Down 14, 2.20 to go. Theroux's play this slow. They should have the victory, but anything could happen in the Burns Arena. Feeding the post, now top of the key. Good ball movement from the Ruse. Feeding the post now again. That one just rims out. You got to go if you're here. If you're Dixie here, you got to get one within the first five seconds. And bodies are hitting the floor. No call that time. And that one is going to be a layup all the way down at the under end. And Kiara Bradley amidst the smoke, amidst. All the players falling on the ground gets that layup to fall. And that one short from Gillen, who's had a tough day. And the Ruse going the other way. Up 16. 
And a timeout was taken. We'll take it as well. Trailblazer, if you want to be a true trailblazer, don't go to the fountain. Stay right here on 91.3. This is where you can find Trailblazer Athletics all the time. Here on 91.3 The Blaze, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln. We will be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln. At 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And we are back. The fans inside the Burns Arena are hyped. And a nice pass there. Another one to the corner. That three just rims out. And Dixie State now with possession. Minute 12 to go on the clock. Gillen thought about a three. She'll pull it back out. Here's a double screen look. She'll just take it from downtown. Gillen's three won't fall. Whistle away. And this one's going to stay. Dixie State ball. Powell going to go against University of Missouri, Kansas City. And with a minute left in the game. Down 16, things out of reach for the Lady Trailblazers. Warren pump fake, driving right behind the back. Step back, passes to the corner, Papa wide open, hits back iron. Now good look that time. Open, in the corner. It was a good shot. Just couldn't get it to fall. It's narrow with it. Narrow will take the shot, but they'll wave it off. And they're going to get a push away from the ball that's going to go against Kansas City. I was going to say, uh, I was hoping Dixie State would get the last shot. I kind of want to see a buzzer beater. I think that'd be kind of cool to see. And bang! Bag! <laughs> <laughs> and Isaacson passes Ooh. inside. Avery's layup won't go. Hit her head. Mm, it looked like it was a late foul, but a foul nonetheless. Makes sense why she didn't make that because it looked like a routine layup, but then missed it. So, And then she fell to the ground. So she must have gotten. I didn't see the whack, but she must have gotten whacked. No pun intended. The whack. I love it. No pun intended. When we're talking about the whack off air, man, I just, just feel pretty whack. Oh, okay, yeah. She kind of undercut her a little bit. So, 6'2 freshman. Yeah. 
bringing it up right now are the Ruse who will dribble it out. Can play the tough defense, but there's no point. And two and one, and that is final. Dixie State played hard to the very last whistle, but they lose this one by 14. 76, 62. Kansas City gets the dub over Dixie State. J.C. Hoyt, head coach, all smiles right now. As she shakes the hand of Coach J.D. Gustin for Dixie State. And Kansas City came on the road and showed out in this one. We'll take a few minutes. We'll come back. And wrap it all up for the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post game show right here with Jacob and James on 91 3 The Place. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer, and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91 3 The Blaze. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether, like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see? What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see the, the, the person's soul is like gone. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. Back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is the Ken Garf St. George Fort Lincoln postgame show right here on 91 Through the Blaze. What's up, Utah? Wherever you are listening, Jacob Zimmerman here on the mic, James Guerin, my color commentator, and we are going to be talking about what happened in this ballgame. Well, 
first things first. The final, once again, 76-62. to 62. The University of Missouri-Kansas City, the Ruse, got it done against the Trailblazers of Dixie State right here in St. George at the Burns Arena. I started the broadcast down there, had some technical difficulties, just drove on back to the studio, packed up the equipment, and just did the broadcast right here from the Jennings building. And it was a fun one once we got it started. But the summary of this game, once again, kind of Dixie State not making a ton of shots, giving up a lot of points in the paint. 38-26 to 26 was the points in the paint differential. 42-36 to 36 was the field goal percentage differential. Uh, Dixie State only shot 28% from downtown. Now, I really like how they shoot the threes. But it's tough when they're not falling. And when they're not falling, it almost looks like a bad strategy. But whenever they do, it's great. This was just not one of those games where they would fall. The rebounds, once again, got out-rebounded 45-36. to Didn't really get in too much foul trouble, so that was a positive. But you only had two steals on defense all game long. Even going up against a team that has better ball handlers than you, that still does not seem very acceptable. Looking at the individual stats for Dixie State, leading the way was Isaacson. And boy, she might have had one of the best performances of any trailblazer so far this year in basketball, period, men's or women's, 8 of 12 from the field, 5 of 9 from deep, 22 points in this one. And that was pretty much almost all in the first half. Gillen, Brianna Gillen, kind of struggled in this one. She uh, is going to take the most shots on this team. She went 6 of 22. A lot of times she drives to the rim, kind of gets stopped, has to turn around. And she's maybe forcing it a little bit tonight. And just an off night from her. I know she'll bounce pack, but even even with those misses, she still had 18 points because of those five free throws. Maddie Warren, one of six from downtown, an off night from her. McCord was one of five. Macy was two of four from downtown. So a good sight to see from her. But a couple of our main scores just weren't out there tonight. But looking for Kansas City, what did they do so well? What they got the ball into the hands of Naomi Alnatis. She had 18 points, four assists, three steals. Led her team in that category. And also who got it done, McDavid kind of came back. She had a crappy first half, finished with 12. Two other ruse with 11, Willems and Bradford. And Williams had three threes in this ballgame. Each one was brutal. Going back to that shot chart. James, look at this shot chart. <laughs> this is Coach J.D. Gusson's approach. Very analytical. There's, I like there's it. There's no mid-range jumpers not in a there single, at all. Not a single shot inside the three-point line all the way to the restricted area from the whole game. The key. Oh yeah, I the guess you. I guess you game. could. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Last game there was like one or two mid range shots here or there, but you can tell they have strictly told the girls no mid range shots this year, and they're living and dying by the three. So far they're dying, but they're gonna start living here soon. This is awesome. I never had this when I called games. 
When I was when I was down at the core D two, this thing, oh, yeah, the dude. shot Look chart didn't exist when I was doing it. This is awesome. And it, I think woman, the women's game is it's almost ahead in some ways than the men's game in some in some aspects. And I mean, even for the Kansas City, they had one, two, three shots not beyond the arc and not inside the paint. Yeah, that's I think that weird. Go, that goes to show. How if you don't have a guy, or this case, a girl, who can just get create a shot anytime they want from any spot and consistently make it with with a contest, like a lot of the stars do in the men's game, they kind of just give it to them, let them go at it. In the women's game, they say, no, 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 no. There's not guys just without insane ability beating everybody off the dribble who can pull up for whatever. So we're going to focus on the analytics and the basics. We're not going to try to do too much. And they settle from around the three now. In Dixie State's case, I mean, they from, from that left side, if you split the court in half, they only made three threes on the left side of the court. Now they made one, two, three, four, five, six from the right, but maybe looking at this chart, maybe these girls need to take a few more shots in practice from that left wing, left corner area. Yeah, you know, any any time, I mean, it doesn't hurt to practice from the entire perimeter, let's be honest. It's always good to be able to not just rely on one spot, you know, like the corner like- three. It, it was good to see this variety. Now, you take a look at just on the right side, but at the top of the three-point line, that's where majority of, and the left side, I mean, really, it kind of almost mirrors the shot chart, really. So, I mean, obviously more on the right, the right. uh, I wish what it told me, though, was if it was a contested look or an open look. That's next-gen stats, and and we're not going to get that. But I, (laughs) here's what I can tell you. The the corner three and open corner three is the best shot in basketball. If you have, if you have someone who can consistently hit that shot, you get an open look for your sharpshooter from the corner. You'll take that over pretty much any shot all day long. The problem Dixie State just has a lot of them kind of at the top of the key, uh, maybe with not a ton of room or maybe just out of the flow of the offense. But that's going to do it for the Ken Garf St. George. I want to add something. One thing. Bef- What's up? You looked at the box score and you failed to mention that Isaacson didn't leave the court the entire game. She played 40 minutes. Wow. 40 minutes. Miss LeBron. You know, we also <laughs> do have to give a... Uh, yeah, we didn't say player of the game. Ken Garf St. George Ford League and player of the game. This one, should we give it to Isaacson in the losing effort? That's kind of homering, homering, isn't it? I mean, she had the most points. Sure. Did she shoot the best? She did. We're going to give it to her. I don't normally do that. But, uh, I mean, neither yeah, does the LeBron-esque. NBA. <laughs> I was going to say, neither does the NBA. So I think it's, yeah, that's fair. She had the best, the most points. She Eight had the best 12. field goal percentage. Five of nine from downtown. How many rebounds? Six. Six. And a steal. No turnovers? Look at that. 26 efficiency rating. No turnovers. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That That's a solid game. That's a very solid game. So, yeah, I, I, I'm cool with that. 
I'm cool with Isaacson. Emily Isaacson. There you go. There's your next guest. There's your next guest on the Jacob Zimmerman show. From 7 to 8 every Thursday. (laughs) Except tomorrow. Because it's uh, Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. Hope everyone is getting full of ham, turkey, potatoes, mac and cheese, rolls, yams, green bean casserole, pumpkin pie, whipped cream. It keeps going, dude. I can go all day. James, your (laughs) your favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving. Green bean casserole. That's not a popular dish, but I love it, especially if it's made right with oh, the cream Probably of mushroom. Probably won't be having it this year, but it's lemon meringue pie. I think I have had that once before. It's made yeah. right. Best pie alive. Homemade or, or sorbet? Homemade. Yeah, homemade. Your like, mom or grandma do like as a recipe, family tradition style. Yes. Oh, man. Gotta love it when the grandmas have the good bakeries, huh? Gotta love it. <laughs> that is the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post game show right here on 91 through the plays. The next time you will see the women's team in action, they will be playing Utah State at Utah State. It's a week from now. It's a weird time. It starts 11 a.m. in the morning on Wednesday. That game is in Logan. But for the men's basketball team, they'll have a game sooner. This one will be home in the Burns Arena. Not sure how many people will be there because of the break, but Saturday, 7 p.m. at the Burns, hosting another in-state rival, the Weber State. What are they? What's their mascot? They're the Wildcats. The Wildcats. And I'll be there for that game. Yeah, you'll be on the call. I'll be on the on the call if you let me on uh, Saturday. I get off at six, so I'll, I'll be there. Oh yeah. And then they have a second game too before the women have another game against Bethesda. It's a back to back, just like last year. And I'll be actually, I'll be late. I'll I'll be at the same time, most likely. Bethesda I'll, College. I'll come back at halftime. Wow, look at that for the men's team. They are at look home. At, I was going to say, look at that home stretch. They are at home until December 15th, their last game at home. Then uh, December 18th, they're on the road finally. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome uh, five-game home streak right here. It, it's kind of unfortunate that it's like kind of right around the finals time. Everyone's scrambling to try and get their grades up at the last second. But five, five games in a row, that's going to be exciting. And that is our final message for the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post game show right here on 91.3 for James Garrett, for Jacob Zimmerman. Have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information about Dixie State Athletics, go to DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze.